we aren't we supposed to have like a disclaimer saying that we don't own that song mm, no uh we're exporting a legal loophole what what legal loophole yeah because of a legislative oversight no one cares if you're not really that famous anymore. oh okay cool yeah. nice my name is Cyrus Dessou, and what my friends like about me is that I call a spade a spade. My name is Daniel Trengove, and I confuse the owner of the hardware store when I call it a garden spoon. What Pontius and the Pilots. Big show today. Show today. Questions, Questions to answered. Uh, opinion... You, you go. Okay. Opinions to give. And big news. Cyrus and I have gotten married. I'm happily Cyrus Trengove now. We know it's a bit unusual for the husband to take the wife's surname. But, it, you know, it just felt right this time. Um, just quickly, a few words that shouldn't rhyme. Mm. Are you ready? Ah, uh, it's what I live for. Okay. Funeral. Urinal. Hang glide. Infanticide. Netflix and chill. Oil spill. Bedtime. War crime. Kindergarten. Osama Bin Laden. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, just announcements first. My girlfriend got a haircut that doesn't make her look more like my mom. Good for you. And another announcement. You're listening to our second episode. Yeah, thanks to all the people who supported episode 101. Yeah, thanks. Um, although I crunched the numbers and more or less ooh, 6 million, no, sorry, 6 billion, 999 oh. million, 995,000 people missed our first episode. Yeah, so... Jesus. Shit, that's what, like 60% of the world? More or less, yeah, yeah, something like that. Well, we also had a slow start with the Kickstarter page and people emailing us too. And that's fine with us as long as it's fine with you. Because for as long as you don't send us money or ideas, we outsource our jokes to factories that pay their child laborers in endangered species. No, oh, but like only if it's fine with you guys. Mm, I'm excited yeah. for the second episode. Me too. Second things are always the best. Like secondary school. The second testament. Hachi, a dog's tail, far surpassed its predecessor, Lethal Weapon 3. A lot of firsts are also pretty good though. First place. Mm, first offender. First black president of the United States. First 18th birthday. The first of fucking August. Let's talk about it. It's my birthday today, so... Daniel. No, it fucking isn't. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, brings us into a new segment that we call What Happened on This Day Years and Years Ago. Daniel and Cyrus will tell you what happened on this day years and years ago. Okay, so let's just dive right in. On this day in 1498, Christopher Columbus and his Voyager husbands discovered the island of Venezuela, which actually came as a huge re huge relief to the native people who were living in an undiscovered void the entire time before the arrival. In 1834, the British Empire abolished slavery on the 1st of August after deep consideration and realization that the 31st of July was just a bit too soon. Yeah. And on this day in 1950, the American Bowling Congress ends all white males rule which quite frankly was more of a disappointment to the black community and finally finally and arguably most importantly mtv <laughs> so fucking stupid mtv aired on this day in 1981 and it came at the right time as 
teens those days had absolutely no idea how shit their houses and 16th birthday parties were by comparison. Okay, so as we've already mentioned, we haven't gotten as many emails as we would have hoped, but we're going to respond to those very few loyal fans who actually sent in questions. So the first one we've gotten is from Ben Schaefer, who asks, I would like to know, what is the meaning of life? And if God really is happy and loves all things, why are there shit things like cholera and capitalism? If you could answer these questions, I think I'll pass my exam. Thanks, guys. Well... Firstly, you're welcome. Secondly, our team is looking into it as we speak. We think we may have some sort of lead, but you know, we can't reveal too much. All we can say is that we would recommend as a precaution that you gain favor with the Chinese and those of Eastern European descent in the meantime, as their role in all of this seems to be the main focus of our investigation. Our next question is from Kaveshan Naidu, who asks, Hey guys, longtime fan here. Hmm. I have a question that's been on my mind recently. I just got the results of my chromosome test back. It came back positive. I'm pretty happy about it, but everyone else seems worried. I don't know if you guys are doctors or not, but isn't getting a positive result on a test normally good? Well, Kaveshan, you're right. We're not doctors. But Wikipedia says um, genetic testing is... Oh, yeah, just... It's a type of medical test that identifies changes in chromosomes genes or proteins the results of a genetic test can confirm or rule out a suspected genetic condition or help determine a person's chance of developing or passing on a genetic disorder so that's so that's, that's what he wants what else, what else would it fucking yeah mean? yeah okay um next one is from matthew maulik sorry if i said that incorrectly he asks uh, hey man, I really loved your last podcast and I really was hoping to see a second episode. Will we ever get to see more cheeky banter from you and Daniel? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty happy how that email was addressed to me specifically. So thanks, Matt. But you should be seeing a second episode coming to your ears in the next couple of years mm, or so. Yeah. Next question here is from Malik, Cyrus's brother. Dear Pontius and the pilots... Please explain why Fiona remains an ogre after everyone in far, far away land turns back into their original forms after the spell is reversed. Shrek transforms back into an ogre from human form. From what I gather, it seems to be consensual. Donkey, however, didn't seem to have any choice in his transition from a stallion back into a donkey. Please explain, uh, please explain what justice means in this case study with reference to Plato's critique of what justice entails. Best regards, Malek. Jesus fucking okay that's fucking weird okay um well let's just break this question down so it's easier for everyone to understand so a spell is reversed by which by a witch which causes humans to turn into ogres and donkeys to turn into white stallions now here's the part that's troubling Malik Shrek consensually turns into a in, back into a human donkey consensually turns back into a donkey from a white stallion. So why does Fiona not turn back into a human, he asks. <clears throat> the only conclusive and reasonable answer Cyrus and I have arrived at after countless thinking 
is that Fiona is ashamed of her Anglo-Saxon colonial heritage and wishes to expiate the crimes of the past by suffering in the present. Okay, well, now that that's out the way. Um, we have another question here, actually from my mom. She realistically sent it in this time. How did you do on your prelims? What's your favorite horror movie? Seeing as though the question isn't addressed to either one of us specifically, Cyrus and I crunched the numbers and we can tell you that we achieved a total of 1,436% um, for our exams. Put together. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. And how about you tell us, Cyrus, what's your favorite horror movie? Well, that's a tough one, actually. Um, I'd have to say my worst nightmare was when I was trapped in a pirate vessel with pirates like Tom Hanks and Captain Phillips. So I guess I'd have to say my scariest movie is Monsters University. Mm, mm. Yeah. Right. Well, that concludes our emails. So feel free to send some more in at pontiusandpilots at gmail.com. Link in bio. All right. Well, it wouldn't be a Cyrus and Daniel podcast without a little bit of insight into our lives. So what's going on with you, Daniel? Well, we had a metric dance, which we'd really like to tell you about. Yes. The metric dance is one of the only times that I deem appropriate to wear a suit at our age. Besides the beach and of course, bedtime on my birthday. Yeah, special occasions, you know. It was extremely exciting to see everyone arriving in such a ravishing style the other night with transport methods ranging ranging from limos to speedboats. So Daniel, did you organize the bus to go to the metric dance? I actually I went with a girl. Oh my god, Jesus. Okay, well, one of the most troubling ordeals of the metric dance is finding someone naive enough to go with you. So how did you finally ask Lula to go to you to MD? Mm, yeah, uh, quite easily actually. I pretty much knew I was gonna ask her to the MD the day we met. I still remember the Night someone introduced us, I told her right there that I loved her. Jesus Christ, what did she say? Nice to meet you too, my name's Lula. Ah, well, spontaneity, girls love that. Yeah. Don't be over spontaneous though. <laughs> right? Case in point, Paul brought Molkop to was made entirely on a whim, and we all know how that turned out. Terribly. Incredibly. Well, mm. it's been a rough couple of <laughs> days for most of us. We've just come out of a rough set of exams, and apparently universities don't take your friend's cumulative marks into account. Yeah, but at least my grandparents came to visit for my pre-drinks and told me how handsome I look, mm. which was really, really comforting, you know? My grandparents' conversation comments make me a bit nervous around my friends. I understand that they grew up in a time of rampant racial segregation, homophobia, arachnophobes. Wait, wait, which one are the arachnophobes again? It's... When you're against two spiders getting married to each other. What assholes. Mm. Come on, everyone deserves a right to take to some, take someone to the metric dance. Did you find it easy to invite someone to the dance? Dude, come on. I can't even open up emotionally to tell my own dad how disappointed I was with the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And now you think it was easy for me to ask someone to the metric dance. Well, you know, well, well we have it pretty easy. My dad grew up in a time when he had to kill all my mom's other suitors to win her hand in marriage. Yeah. Well, as you probably, rea probably realized by now, 
from what we said, metric dances are not easy. So here are some tips on how to make your next metric dance as memorable as that time when, you know, when that happened, you know. <laughs> yeah, let's just say, cut a long story short. Ah, well, we really, really learned something, huh? Yeah, well, tip number one, often before metric dances, you're always torn as to what you should wear. As a good rule of thumb, Always go for the option that makes you look most like Danny DeVito. Obviously, Daniel didn't follow this tip and went for a look that makes him look more like a Dutch Andy Samberg. Yeah, and similarly, Cyrus went for a look that makes him look more like Dustin Hoffman because of how self-conscious he makes me feel. Why does Dustin Hoffman make you feel self-conscious? Not quite Dustin Hoffman, but he does the voice for Master Shifu and Kung Fu Panda, who sets extremely unrealistic beauty standards for young boys. Okay. Well, while we're on clothing, another good tip is to make sure you and your dates are matching like two peas in a pod. Make sure that they're the peanut butter to your jam. The balsamic vinegar to your olive oil. The bobby to your natalie. The salt to your pepper. The becky to your toilet. The batman to your rubber. The calcium to your hydroxide. And the soviet to your union. In terms of pre-drinks, be sure to keep your group relatively small and only invite your many closest friend. <clears throat> Another tip for the dance is to make sure your conversation at table remains light and breezy. That means no talk about age, religion, politics, or when you bought Johnson & Johnson Otea shampoo to make you stop crying in the shower. Is that even um, just remember that no politics means no politics. Not even Ed Sheeran or how terrible of an artist he really is. A few choice conversation topics for when there's a lull in conversation include... Sports. How there is less Steve Jobs now than there used to be. Medical aid, how's that, huh? Whose line is it anyway? How bongos are like drum kits for monkeys. Whereas ukuleles are more like guitars for monkeys. Hmm. A tip to calm the nerves before an Afrikaans speech is to picture your Afrikaans teachers naked. Well, what helps for nerves on the dance floor is to picture your Afrikaans teachers naked. And make sure to send in all of your dietary restrictions way beforehand, whether you're allergic to nuts, lactose intolerant, vegetarian, vegan, a murderer, or even if you're just allergic to shellfish. Now, just come to terms with the fact that the DJ won't always be playing all of your favorite songs, because not everyone has the same taste in music. So advise the DJ to play something that everyone will like, such as Chancellor Palpatine asking Anakin to kill Count Dooku for 10 hours on loop. Also, another tip for the dance floor is despite how expressive the beats may be making you feel, mosh pits are strictly prohibited, unless of course your headmaster gives a secret signal. When the night's finally over, many people are gonna head off to the after party. But everyone knows that the real party soldiers like Daniel and myself will stay on the dance floor until the cleaning staff turn on the lights and tell us to stop trapping so hard. Now, from what I know about the after party is that the cool kids do a lot of alcohol, which, which I suppose the only way we could understand that is to imagine doing communion several times an hour. Well, as always, we've come to the end of our 
first ever second podcast episode. So thanks for tuning in and don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'd just like to thank James Tron for his sound equipment. Despite that, none of the settings make us sound like Sting. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. But please don't forget to keep sending in those questions. And as always, this has been Cyrus. And this has been Daniel. So make sure to send our love to little Nicholas. And tell him we say happy birthday. Better luck next time. Oye como va Mi ritmo bueno pa' gozar